It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. From the Tech Sideline High Tech Studios in Blacksburg, Virginia, it's Tuesday, October 31st, 2023, and this is TSL Today. We hope you enjoy the new audio format of TSL today as we shift toward a quick and easy news update on everything Hokie sports for your commute home. I'm your host, Carter Hill, and today we discuss Brent Pry's Week 10 press conference ahead of the Hokies' trip to Louisville this upcoming weekend, including what makes the Cardinals so dynamic, improving in the red zone, and the future of ACC football with the additions of Cal, Stanford, and SMU. That's all coming up next on TSL Today. Obviously, Louisville's a, a really, really good football team. Um, very impressed. Uh, offense, defense, kicking game. Uh, I've known Coach Brom from being in the Big Ten and coaching against him. Got a ton of respect for him uh, in his time at Purdue and the improvements they made there. So we got our hands full. Big challenge and uh, talented tailback. You know, really tough, stingy defense. They just shut out a good Duke team. And uh, to be 1-0 this week, we got to have a heck of a week of practice. Well, that was Virginia Tech head coach Brent Pry opening up his weekly press conference as the Hokies look ahead to Louisville this upcoming weekend with, how about this, both sides on the gridiron on Saturday afternoon looking to earn the right to control their own destiny for that second spot in the ACC title game. Mm -mm -mm. Now, without a doubt, the Cardinals are one of the most complete teams in all of the ACC, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. A veteran quarterback in Jack Plummer, who followed Jeff Brown from Purdue, and a dynamic playmaker in the backfield in the form of Jawar Jordan. Here's Pry on the challenges the Cards possess offensively and how Brom has affected the offense. Yeah, they do a great job with their passing attack. You know, sometimes you'll see folks in... You know, there's two or three concepts, and it's not hard to peg them and figure out what you want to run against it. But I think these guys, uh, he really works at it. I think his play calling's really creative right now with this group. Uh, good mix of, of, of runs. They work the alleys. Um, you know, they got a couple of backs that do a nice job. I think they, they manage Plummer very well. Uh, and uh, Don't ask him to do too much. He's a very experienced quarterback. Uh, when we faced him at Penn State, he was first or second year player. Um, but, uh, you know, they're just well prepared. They're always challenging offensively in what they do and what they make you defend. I think he does a good job of studying the defense and then fitting some things to it that can expose some weaknesses. So he does a good job. I mentioned Jawar Jordan and what a year he has had out in Louisville. 824 yards, good for second in the ACC, 10 touchdowns, and averaging a whopping 7.5 yards per carry. Wow. What makes him so good? Here's Pry. Yeah, I think, you know, you look at what they did against Notre Dame and the game he had. I think he was about seven yards a carry. And, and then against Duke, he was closer to eight yards a carry. 
he's quick. He's fast. He's tough. He plays like a bigger back. I mean, he breaks tackles. He runs through guys. I was surprised when I saw he was 185. I, I, he, he plays bigger than that. Um, he's a confident guy. And I think with him back in their lineup, they play more confident. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, the Cardinals are pretty stout there as well. 15 turnovers so far this season that they forced. That leads the ACC. So what makes Louisville so good at creating takeaways? Brent Pry. Yeah, I, I say this. It starts with their front, and they're so active. They're a problem up front and uh, disruptive, and that creates problems down the field. Um, you know, we got to be able to protect uh, Kyron and um, – you know, give him a chance to to uh, find an open receiver. And um, I think, again, it, you know, it'll start with the run game and being able to establish the run and, and do some things there. But um, they're a stingy defense. And on the flip side for Virginia Tech, it's not exactly a secret that the Hokies have struggled at times to find the end zone when they reach the red zone. So what has to change there to see seven points on the scoreboard? Here's Bry. Yeah, again, I think it starts with the with the mindset when you're in the red zone. You got to be hungrier to score touchdowns. You know, you got you got to smell the goal line. You really do. And I think we got to have a good plan. We got to go back and look at what we're calling down there. How are people defending us? You know, where can we be better? You know, from from what we got going into the game plan in the red zone. Because against a group like this, we're certainly going to need touchdowns over field goals. No doubt about that. A couple of notes before we go, Jalen Stroman. He's been marked as questionable, had to leave the game against Syracuse last Thursday, did not return. And of course, the ACC Future 17-team scheduling model was officially released last night with the additions of Cal, Stanford, and SMU to the conference, which is, I'm not going to lie, still insane to think about. So, with that being said, does Brent Pry have any thoughts on the Hokies' draw? No, I didn't even look at it last night. I'd had a couple of conversations with Witt during the open week. But, uh, you know, it's not something that's really in my control. Uh, i got a lot of faith in Witt and Dr. Sands and Commissioner Phillips. Um, you know, we'll, we'll play the schedule they give us from a conference standpoint. Different times in the ACC, that's for sure. What was once known as the Atlantic Coast Conference has two teams in the Bay Area and then, of course, one in Dallas, Texas. That's insane. You can find a full breakdown of Tech's future schedules on TechSouthern.com. Giovanni Heater, David Cunningham, and Andy Bitter all sat down earlier this morning to break down everything Virginia Tech football in terms of the ACC schedule from 2024 to 2030. Let's add read it up real fast. This episode of TSL Today is brought to you by the Hokie Way. The Hokie Way supports student-athletes in leveraging their name, image, and likeness to amplify the mission of charitable organizations as a way to give back to the community. Your contributions to the Hokie Way support Hokies NIL are tax deductibles. Visit thehokieway.org to learn more. Much more coming up on TSL this week, so keep it here all week long on TechSideline.com to get you ready for the Hokies and Cardinals coming up from Louisville, Kentucky. Also, can't forget about this. Got a basketball preview pod coming out tomorrow. Hokies men's and women's hoops. Their season begins on Monday with the women hosting High Point and the men hosting Coppin State. I'm Carter Hill, and that was your Tuesday installment of TSL Today. TSL Today.